young and pruned and welcome to old and dusty i'm ant i'm ash and we are team rocket (laughs) um (laughs) uh this week we decided to um sidebar i still have it maybe i'll do it after this i still haven't released the last episode it's just what yeah i don't (laughs) i don't even I didn't know I that. Know. I know. I've been meaning to do it, and then I just have it for a variety of reasons. None of them good. I mean, all valid, but none of them, like, are real, like, you know. Anyways, <laughs> um, we this week decided to watch Goosebumps per Ashley, and then uh, I decided to pick episode 13 of season two, which is Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes. Um, so Goosebumps, give a little, a little intro. Goosebumps is a series of children's horror fiction novels by author, by American author R.L. Stein, published by Scholastic Publishing. The stories follow child characters who find themselves in scary situations, usually involving monsters and other supernatural elements. So the TV series ran from 1995 to 1998 for four seasons with 74 episodes, which this As far as I know, each episode was just an episode with, um, you know, uh, Goosebumps. It wasn't like segments or stories within Uh, it. Actually, if you look later on, there's a part one and part two. But each are are their own episode. Like, so part one, you know, like it's not within one episode. Um, And then the book series ran from 1992 to 1997 um, and had 62 books. So that's like pretty, bless you, Cookie. I think maybe that is cooking. You're right. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty impressed because like, you know, for it to have been a book in 1992 and then became a series, right. Premiered in 1995. It's pretty quick. And it's not like the production value was extremely high on, on this, you know, but it's pretty impressive for it to have gone that quickly. Um, and then specifically for the episode that we watched, it was based on a book that got a 3.5 out of 5 on Goodreads. Um, but 92% who liked it on, 92% on Google reviews liked it. Um, it came out in 1995, uh, the book that we watched the episode based on. Um, so yeah, that's the the general, the general uh, vibe. I do have a one sentence um episode description i could read but i'm uh i would love to hear yours ashley <laughs> actually i just watched the episode um well first i want to say um listener beware you're in for a scare just just warning you because it's actually kind of scary i would be scared uh actually i think i kind of remember this episode as a kid um, Anthony was going to be a one sentence description. I'm going to give you a uh, dissertation on the episode. Uh, so basically what happens is um, there's this uh, family, this uh, kid, his sister, his dad. And uh, at the end of the episode, suddenly his mom appears um, like a fucking Pokemon in the tall grass. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, basically he, comes home the dad comes home with these uh lawn gnomes and it's like oh yeah look how cool these are 
And there's this whole deal of them wanting to win a garden competition. And they have this neighbor who's a drill sergeant that insists on dressing like a drill sergeant in his everyday life. And these gnomes, you'll be surprised. I know Cookie's being a lot right now. He's mad because he came over here and I ignored him. And now he's very disappointed in that. Uh, anyway, neighbors going neck and neck. They're, <laughs> I'm sorry, Anthony's space right now. It's just, <laughs> uh, they just look so amused. It's really great. It's really, really great. I was trying to make this quick, but Cookie distracted me. Um, so yeah, disclaimer, uh, I uh, did not get any sleep at all, but I insisted that we do the podcast. So if I seem a little spacey, that's why. Um, all right. So going back, gets these lawn moans, these lawn gnomes, and they come to life. And what they end up doing is they wreck the neighbor's, uh, garden, the, um, and then the drill sergeant guy, major blames it on the kid. He gets in trouble and he has to go and fix the lawn and all that stuff. And eventually he, the kid's like, nah, I'm going to try to get proof. So he tries to record them and stuff. And um, he ends up waking up his sister at one point and they uh, actually tried to attack him <laughs> um, when they were trying to see, you know, what they were like. Cause the sister's like, no, they aren't real. And then she sees them. She's like, oh my God, you were. You're right. And these gnomes. <laughs> See, I was confused because in the beginning, there only showed like two of them. And there's mm -hmm. like two gnomes in there. And but for some reason, at the end of the episode, there's like 10 of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but anyway, uh, they get captured by these gnomes. They find out if you shine a light on them, they get uh, paralyzed or whatever, or turn solid. So they run into the neighbor and he has this weird security system that shines a bunch of floodlights. It uh, freezes them and they, you know, get the hell out of Dodge when the, because uh, those gnomes are going to like eat them and stuff. And then what ends up happening is uh, for whatever reason, the lights turn off and the major's like, ah, I'm going to get rid of these gnomes. And then he tries to get rid of them. And then, uh, I, I guess gnomes are like vampires. I, I guess he got bit and then he turned into a gnome. Um, and uh, what ended up happening is the uh, wonderful people for the competition for the best garden come through and they see uh, the major gnomified and think it's the most hideous thing they've ever seen in their entire lives. And uh, do not give the prize winning garden competition medal ribbon trophy mm -hmm. um that just try to think of something else and yeah they don't give it <laughs> they don't give it to the uh the, to the dad and stuff because apparently that gnome was so so bad anthony please read the description because <laughs> i lost myself about two seconds in I think that was the episode. <laughs> that was indeed the episode. Uh <laughs> I told you, I, I my mind is everywhere. 
I'm going to read this as, uh, not as slowly as possible, I'm going to read this so slowly, but the funny thing is, no matter how slowly I read it, it's still only going to be a fraction of how long you took to t- tell the episode, but I'm still, I'm so amused. I love it. I love it. Um, disgusted by his father's collection of tacky lawn decorations, which include pink flamingos and plastic skunks. Joe Burton is further upset when a pair of ugly lawn gnomes are added and a number of strange incidents occur, period. Now, I will just say, let me just, because <laughs> that may have been hard to follow, disgusted by his father's collection of tacky lawn decorations, which include pink flamingos and plastic skunks, Joe Burton is further upset when a pair of ugly lawn gnomes are added and a number of strange incidents occur. Now, that's all one sentence, uh, two commas, uh, one like period. I feel like that's like something like actors say before, like practicing before a play. We did I ever teach you red red leather yellow leather? Yeah, that did. one was hard. Red, um, le- I, I I can't even do it. Red leather yellow letter. Red leather yellow letter. Red leather yellow letter. Um, yep. But the thing about this that's really interesting is, I in reading it that slow, I'm reminded of when I first started acting when I was 18, and um, I was told like you, no one can understand you. <laughs> Like you talk too fast and I had to learn how to speak so much slower. And I don't know if you actually remember Ashley, cause I don't quite remember my pace before, but prior to like acting training, um, which made me, I had to talk slower. So people on stage, well on and off stage, but mostly off stage could understand what I was saying. Right. Um, I had to talk so much slower. I'm like, how much faster did I talk? Cause I still talk pretty fast, you know? And I, don't always think I talk that fast, but when I'm teaching and I have students for whom English is not their first language, that's when I really recognize how fast I do talk, you know, um, because it it's already hard to, to, if English is not your first language, to just, you know, understand uh, that. But then for someone to be talking as fast as I do, and both of us speak very fast, when I just read it super slow, I remember I would read things really slow in my head. I was like, that was really, really slow. And the, you know, my teachers would be like, Anthony, that wasn't slow. <laughs> like it was slower than you usually go, but it wasn't slow. Um, so anyway, it takes a lot for me to slow down consciously. And over time, I think I've sped back up a little bit, but for the most part, I've, I've, I've slowed down. Um, do you remember how fast they used to talk? Was it that much faster than now? Um, I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. That's I don't fair. still, I mean, I don't know. I think we, both of us talk fast and our family yeah, kind of talks fast. Yeah. So I'm just kind of so used to that. Well, I say that, uh, but there are some times where other people will talk fast. If, if you have an accent and you talk really fast, I lost you. Mm, I, 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 we all, all of us have accents. So we have an accent. So I'm wondering which ones do you lose? Is it if people have like, I guess East Coast accent is hard for you or no. if it's from another country? This, uh, yeah, from another country. He, uh, he had a, um, he had a British accent. Um, uh, I'm trying to think like what specific yeah, I think it was just like a British accent. And I just remember uh, he said, I said, what? 
And he said it again really, really fast. And I said, wait, what? He said, I need a copy of your food handler's card. Oh, I need a copy of your food handler's card. <laughs> copy of your food handler's card. So, so yeah, I can totally understand why it could be a problem. Um, handler's card. <laughs> no, I think it was the first one. It was the first one. Um, he was a super cool dude. He's like super, super tall. Uh, we lived in the dorms together. Uh, I wonder what he's doing now. He ran from that job. It was a, it was a, it was so bad uh, that at one point they did what they do sometimes, where you try to go to work and the door is chained. <laughs> it was one of those kind of places, just destined to fail. <laughs> like you go to work and then it's just been shut down and you yep. weren't informed. Yep, exactly. Oh God! But yeah, that's he was thing. your he was your roommate at the dorm. So you worked at the dorm, you worked at the dorms. You worked somewhere else with him. Actually, I worked at the dorms. I was a kitchen supervisor, which means I babysit at the kitchen. The but community. then how was it? How uh, so was it? so what happened was uh, he was actually in a, an accelerated culinary program. Yeah, and so he graduated before I did, and mm-hmm. he got the job to be the executive chef at this new restaurant. It was supposed to be really cool. This guy had a lot of money. He was putting, he was doing a microbrewery. It was big, mm. but it was just a hot mess. Um, things started falling apart and he bounced. I don't know where he left, but he bounced. And then the friend that I actually, there's a friend of mine that actually, that I graduated with. Eventually he bounced. <laughs> and uh, after a moment, I was like, okay, I got to get out of here because it's getting really bad. And I want to say, I don't know, maybe a few months or so after I got out of there, that's when they did the uh, chain the door. <laughs> You're not getting in. <laughs> I hope you didn't leave your knives in there. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Wow. Okay. So yeah, <sighs> accents, talking fast. Well, um, speaking of accents, let's go to the opening scene. Mm-hmm. there weren't actually any accents but <laughs> the opening of the show I just wanted to have a transition that wasn't successful um, it works I love it thank you the opening um I just wrote three things my first what a classic that music classic classic it's so good yeah because it's like the piano like it's like the plucking at the piano and then it's like what do you call that when you like run your fingers across like strum i guess this is is it what that what it is wait wait across what oh the piano yeah oh oh i don't know what that's called you know because it's like it's yeah like you know it's like a it's not the whole piano, but you know. No, no, no. I know what you're talking about. I just don't remember what it's called. It's like a run, I guess. I don't know. Let's call it a run. So it just it's it's great. It's um I enjoy it. And then as it's going, you know, it shows the goosebumps G, which like acts as like the logo, I guess. Um, it goes over this like, you know, um, this dog. Uh what is that? Golden this- retriever. There we go. Golden Retriever. It goes over a, a dog and then the dog's eyes glow, which made me laugh because like it was so 90s. Um, <laughs> like it would just like in its effects, you know, so early in, in us having 
you know, visual effects. Um, and then the last thing I wrote is, is well, I guess technically I have two things. I have one note and then a sub note. My note is that they really ate that intro. They ate that up. They, they were hungry. They were starving. They devoured that intro. Um, the music, the intro itself is fine, but the music, mm, stellar. The second thing I wrote is what Ashley warned us with, goosebumps, viewer beware you're in for a scare um which is the only the only dialogue or the only spoken word um that you get throughout this and it's not sung it's just spoken throughout the the introduction song so i didn't really you know they they showed like there's a doll and they showed like a kid getting scared and whatever i didn't really care and what i will say though when I went, so the reason I picked season two, episode 13, Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes, is because it looked the most interesting. But at first, I was looking through episodes, I was looking through season one, and I got to season two. And that's when I realized this is not what I thought it was. Well, so it was Goosebumps. But what I was thinking was a Goosebumps episode was really uh, an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. Oh. So I re- do you remember the episode? Um, no, I just remember the show used to really scare me when I was a kid. Well, so that's the thing. I remember there's this episode where the kids in the episode went to someone's like basement or something, or they went, they were having the soup. There's soup in town. The soup was really, really good. It had some special ingredient. And then they went to like the basement to find out what the special ingredient was. And it was like the sweat of people that they scared. And so they'd have to like scare the shit out of you, collect your sweat and then put that in the soup. Um, And that's the episode I was looking for. And I realized, oh, that was Are You Afraid of the Dark? Which um I think was a was edgier you know Goosebumps was like I don't remember being super scared by Goosebumps I remember reading them and enjoying them but I do remember being scared of Are You Afraid of the Dark oh yeah I couldn't watch it when I was younger and these two children were afraid of the dark (laughs) well that television show but also in general most of us I think not most let me not say that many children are afraid of the dark um and I was one of those children I had a nightlight forever yeah, I don't so, even remember when I stopped not having a light nightlight. Huh. Actually, probably when I got my first computer, because then boom, monitors on. Yep. <laughs> the computer, the ambient light from the computer was your nightlight. It's a lot of light. Um so computer lights are a lot. Uh if they're actually on or dimmed and then if they're not the little the little light isn't as bad the little like notification light or from like the power button those aren't too bad um but yeah those are my thoughts on the opening it was it's a classic it all it all came back the music came back oh yeah yeah definitely i remember watching this show very fondly there were some episodes i remember actually legitimately being scared of Mm um but yeah actually that stupid dog when his eyes blinked i was just thinking of that one show maybe you can remember what it was for me but it was about a uh this kid that got turned into a dog and was forced to be this kid's pet and he had to like do good deeds or something like that huh this this dog person did some effed up shit and uh somebody some kind of witch something turned him into a dog and said you got to do good deeds and that was the first thing i thought of when i saw that stupid dog it was a a nickelodeon 
show. The only two things I can think of are Wishbone, which is not that. Wishbone was just like a dog explorer, um, yeah. I think on PBS. And then yeah. Salem the Cat from nope. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, because Salem had done bad things, I think. And that's why he was like a, a cat. Um, I don't remember the show. Maybe if you told me later, we look it up later, I'll remember. But I don't remember. Um, yeah. A dog that it was a Nickelodeon show. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, but yeah, I love the music. I love the music throughout this episode, and I imagine the series. Same. Uh, it's 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 fantastic. Um, but yeah, I believe I agree with all your notes. So we can move on to the introduction. Yes. So I watching this episode, I just usually break it down intuitively so sometimes by commercial break sometimes by narrative arc usually by narrative arc so in this one I have scene one then the evening scene then the next morning then the next evening then the next day um so I have it broken down in this case by like the the days the cycles or the the, the day night cycle yes the day night cycle um the dnc um if you will um <laughs> Not the Democratic National uh, Convention. Not that. Um, we, no ma'am. No ma'am. No ma'am. Not in our goosebumps. Not in our goosebumps. <laughs> Centipedes in my vagina? Um, Did I ever this... tell you? What? That I. Uh... Found centipedes in your vagina? No, I did a Google search. I said, uh, why are there and immediately said centipedes in my vagina. <laughs> and I had never searched for that ever. I had no history of searching for even vagina, I don't think, at that point on my Google history. It just oh. said, why are there centipedes in my vagina? <laughs> you know, I don't know if, I, I imagine that scholars talk about this, um, scholars of the internet talk about this, but I don't know if regular, regular people acknowledge how much Ask Jeeves um, influence the way we use the internet because Ask Jeeves was like one of the early things. I think we had it at the same time as Google, maybe before Google. I don't remember, but we would type in, you know, you went to the internet and the internet was just this big source of information. You know, it was different from an encyclopedia um, that you had to like go to index. Like you could just type, why are there centipedes in my vagina? And it'll tell you, right? Or it'll tell you it doesn't know. So the, the fact that when you just said that about how you typed, you know, why are, or what is, is that what you typed? Why, why are, are there? I think why are I there? The fact that it auto-completed to centipedes in my vagina. Like, I don't know where that meme originally came from, but uh, the meme with the, it's a black woman. It's like a banner ad, um, like a black woman. And she's just kind of thinking, you know, she's just, she's her head's a little cocked and, um she's asking why are there centipedes in my vagina which is a terrifying prospect let me just say as someone who doesn't have a vagina um and so I can imagine if you do have a vagina that's an even more terrifying prospect but um yeah Ash Jeeves really had a, a profound influence on how we use the internet um and Google in particular yeah actually it's funny I remember being in computer lab when I was in elementary school mm. And I remember they specifically told us to use Ask Jeeves and they were like, okay, you have to make sure you put why is or what are, mm -hmm. because Google obviously didn't do that. It was just a 
you know, at the, at the time it was, well, actually, I guess it used that like fancy ass fucking search uh, algorithm that they're known for now. Yeah. That I actually had to uh, reproduce in Python oh. for a class. It's actually oh. not that complicated, but uh, anyway, you, you didn't, it, it, you don't, you didn't have to do like, why are there centipedes in my vagina? You could say centipedes vagina and something would come up. Yes. And technically you still could do that as well. I mean, it's just a lot of times they will actually throw away terms like, um, oh God, what are they called? Articles? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, because they don't really have any meaning to the actual search. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, ask Jeeves. I remember, I remember that, um, that uh, what was it, a white dude in a suit? Yeah, that sounds about right. That was Jeeves, right? Yeah, I think he must have, I imagine he must have looked a bit like a butler. Yeah, I think he did. That's Jeeves, but I don't actually quite remember. Because he retrieves things for you. Oh, you're so smart. I was just thinking it, though, because Jeeves makes me think of, you know, a butler. That's like, Jeeves, can you get this for me? Um, That's the association. Yeah, for sure. Um, So scene one ashley handles (laughs) her dog um what i really enjoyed at the beginning were the flutes um because you know you see these lawn gnomes and these perfect lawns and these huge lawns and these huge houses which are not necessarily i think supposed to be seen as like huge they just were like from today's standards and even giant ass yard yeah giant yards um it was very like idyllic white american dream you know uh white picket fence 2.5 kids husband and a and a wife you know but um i like the flutes the flute music was very very um it was very cute it was very fun um that's how we were introduced to the family and then you know as ashley was saying uh, we see these lawn gnomes. Oh, well, those don't happen yet, actually. They're playing ball, and and she's like, why do you keep throwing it so hard? And, and he just keeps doing it because he's the annoying younger brother. And then she's like, all right, fine, catch this. And she throws it, and it lands in the old man's yard, right? Now, she's like, he's like, well, now you have to go get it. And then she brings him over, right? Um, because because they're thinking, and what she asks is, what if he comes out? And I was like, is she Canadian? Because she said, she didn't say out. She said, oh, like, I didn't get that. She said, it wasn't oot, but she said, like, the way she said out, I was like, you don't sound like you are from uh, places in the United States I'm super familiar with. Um, that was the only, West, only, maybe, maybe, um, maybe it could be. Um, oh, what I do want to add to is uh, what I love watching these old shows the most is, uh, what I love about is what I was trying to say. Uh, is the fashion? Oh yeah, wardrobe costumes, love it. Talk about it. And Give us I a mean, rundown. just I mean, just honestly, it was this one thing that I just love, and I kind of want somebody to bring back the sideways baseball cap mm. and the hero of the story, the little kid, Joe. Mm-hmm rocking it the entire time i think he puts it on when he goes outside later at night just i love it 
it is it is an it is a nice uh and i have a comment on that later so i love that um yeah yeah and then so i started with the flutes what what transitions is when we get into majors lawn then there's drums right and he says now it's mine military drums exactly he's got the military pants and the music reflects it it's you know it's it's the drum line of not like atlanta or black folks the drum line of like the military drum line um and so that is all I have until when we get to the dad. I don't know if you had other thoughts in the beginning. Well, hello, Marshmallow. Marshmallow would like to say that Cookie's a dick. Fair. Came Fair. all the way over to the mic to say that. Brave. That was brave of you, Marshmallow. Um, Thank you for sharing, Marshmallow. But yeah, this i mean seriously like when i looked at this guy the major i just immediately thought of uh now cookie's upset because uh marshmallow insulted him he's ruining my bed right now yeah you gotta love the animals pets they're just great they're just great now he's licking himself on my sheets that's just yep he's doing it on purpose i'm glad apple's napping um yeah it just when i saw him i immediately thought of full metal jacket Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where (laughs) like he's got the get up on the shorts the um it's all uh camo like green that like muddy green color Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um what i loved about it is when he said uh now it's mine they have this wonderful close-up on his face that i miss <laughs> from old uh from old shows Mm-mm. like you gotta have the like the money shot there to really yeah. make sure the emotion is shown malcolm in the middle did that well they had a lot of shots of the parents like that especially the mom i think lois i don't lois, remember lois yeah they had they had shots like that of of her um and then the dad comes home and he comes home with gnomes which were big as fuck um i did not expect them to be that big yeah i was also very shocked by that and he was giving me very honey i shrunk the kid um that was the vibes he had uh oh i'm sorry can we go back oh let's go um so the sister is in the hedges right mm-hmm. watching uh her uh brother go out there into the yard of this man that they're scared of the neighbor Mm -hmm. the neighbor and she doesn't see him coming and warn the kid like she's right there she's watching him grab the ball so you can see if this guy this grown-ass man is going to be walking over to your brother you you can't say like joey get the fuck out why didn't she do that i would do that for you i, would I hope, hope you would do that for me i would i would indeed i would indeed i was very upset when i saw that that's i mean it is upsetting it is upsetting i think for even all the differences we had as children we wouldn't let each other go out like that you know no, no absolutely not yeah no you're right it was i also later i wrote i was like white families are weird (laughs) i forget exactly what i'll have to look when we get there why i wrote it but 
I did I did write that um yeah now as you handle your children um let me know if you have other thoughts Um, I yeah I'm good on that you can move on okay so the dad gave me very honey I shrunk the kid and then so the kid is like turning around the gnome to see you know because the dad is like I got these new gnomes and he comes home and the gnomes are in the back of the truck so he turns around the kid turns Joey Joe turns the gnome around to see and then it like fell on his face sort of but not exactly like it didn't harm him he just kind of fell backwards while he was looking at it because he was scared of the gnome and I cracked up because (laughs) like it was all dramatic like the camera's all moving and stuff and their little garage door big old house small garage but their big old garage door closes you know and and it was just like the music you know spiked and everything but I cracked up because I was like this kid like it was like it just was so it wasn't really directed slash written very well it didn't make sense for the kid to be in the back turn the gnome around and then all of a sudden to like fall it just was like so unnatural and so I just cracked up I just cracked up um because it just like I just started laughing out loud I'm laughing think about it because like why did that shit fall on him you know and then the sister's like oh it's so scary like she's making fun of him you know but well, uh, what I would say is I felt bad for the kid because um, two things. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just thinking. <laughs> I've read it twice. Because <laughs> my dumb ass said, oh, two things. And I put one finger up. And Oprah said, I've read it twice. And then the person who, who uploaded that vine said, twice because oprah was holding all four fingers she was holding all four fingers well not all she was missing actually i think it might have been three i just remember maybe it was was three but i thought it was four i thought i remember seeing her like (laughs) she said i've i've seen it twice (laughs) and then the person looks around their head they say twice (laughs) (laughs) oh man all right two things you felt bad for the kid for two two reasons right so one that gnome had to be heavy as fuck like, I get it that gnomes aren't solid, but still, that was a big-ass gnome. If that fell on me, I would be very uncomfortable. It's a lot of weight on you. Yeah. And then you have that face that's scary Yeah. looking down on you. I felt very bad for the kid, but what I didn't under... What, what was very confusing to me was why did the garage door close? Girl, I wish I could tell you. Like it was dramatic. It was, and the thing is, it was very dramatic. If you was just turning around the gnome, and maybe he's a kid, so maybe he didn't do it from the base, but it looked like he was doing it from the base, and so there's no reason the gnome would have fallen unless he tipped it toward him. You know, like it's a gnome; they're meant to stand, and it was standing in the back seat. So I didn't understand it. I didn't understand why. None of it made sense. But I cracked up. so then the second thing I was wondering after that um, is, does he have a job? Because he was just out. It's middle of the day. The kids are out. Let's say it's summer vacation. Let's say it's right after school. Who knows? But I don't know. Back in the 90s, most jobs were nine to five. Yes, there were some jobs that were, you know, overnight, early morning, whatever. So he could have been home by two if he had a job that started at 6 a.m. But, you know, 20 minute episode. Why this nigga not working? Because he came home and it was the middle of the day and he was out s- s- 
scavenging, foraging, going on the, you know, the early version of Craigslist to go get these garden gnomes at Lowe's at Ace Hardware getting these garden gnomes when he should have been working. I got you on that. Let's let's hear it. So I have to say for the entirety of this episode, I want to say maybe within three-fourths into the episode, they, there is an acknowledgement that there is a mother here. That's correct. And what I would say is that the mama is never seen because she's out working. And he's a stay-at-home dad. And he's a stay-at-home dad not doing shit. Mm, and he leaves his kids to play ball in the front line knowing that neighbor ain't shit. And he goes out and gets these garden gnomes. And I mean, I don't want to be, hmm. He was not standing up to that major for his kids. No, no. He, he was not. He just, he was not. He, he was, was trying given... to teach. I'll continue. No, no, you go. I was just going to say, he was trying to teach his kids to know that, this is the way I understood. He was trying to teach his kids to know that there are going to be ugly, mean people in the world. And if you respond, you know, he was trying to show by example, um, not do as I say, instead of do as I say, not as I do, he was trying to show do as I say, and as I do, right? And so he's trying to show if someone bothers you, you don't have to respond, you know? Because um, he said that explicitly. He was like, yeah, you know, don't let the major get to you, you know? So I agree. He wasn't doing a very good job at standing up for his kids. And I think he should have. And I think the rationale written into the episode was that he was, you know, trying to show, yeah, people are, plus he was this, he was type, he was, the character they created was a bit kind of a, a nerdier, dorkier character, right? Yeah. So in theory, they're going to be less likely to stand up, which isn't necessarily true. But yeah, that was that was my understanding of it. Oh, for sure. I just, I guess later in the episode when Major is like storming into your yard and stuff like that, I'm just like, dude, dude. Um, but I guess we should probably move on because I forgot where we were. <laughs> it's okay so i asked if he had a job uh then i also noticed that he had the eyebrow eyebrows like eugene levy but i had to look up yeah. who eugene levy is because i couldn't remember his name so i just looked up big eyebrows actor and he was yep. the first one who popped up so yep. love that for me and for him um you, it's then, the actor with the eyebrows that also works too yes i mean again right the actor or so they'd get rid of the the and then actor with the so they get rid of the with and the the so it'd be actor eyebrows if we're talking about google right there you go that's um, how that's how you do it so uh then the major i did enjoy the major made a joke he's like oh your relatives are visiting oh ha 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 <laughs> which was silly <laughs> because he was saying that gnomes are his relatives um oh all right yeah i remember that line Yes. And then uh, the kid had another nice line. He said, not everyone wants their flowers to stand at attention, which I liked. That was, that was a, pretty good. That was a good military joke for a kid. Um, and then what I did not like is what sounded like a threat from Major. Major said, is 
if anything happens to my garden, I'll go looking for him because yeah, him. That's, that's what was bothering me. Yeah, Joe. Joe went into the lawn to go get the ball. Reasonable, right? You know. Um, although that's that's an interesting trope in TV uh, and American white television um, in particular, but not just white because you've seen it in other stuff. I think it may have even been in Friday, right? Like you throw something outside of the limits, it reaches the the neighbor who is either hostile or they have a hostile dog, right? And so you just can't go over there and as a kid that's like a big theme right like in, in television you can't do that so um i didn't like that the kid went over to get his ball which like you live next to kids bro like that it's gonna happen and then and then you say if anything happens to my garden i'll go looking for him so to your point ashley the dad was not standing up because because he just kind of let that happen and was like all right you know um just to back up to um when he was uh, before he said, oh, you got the whole, the rest of the family coming or whatever, right? Yeah, the relatives. He had a camera or, or like a, I think it was, it was either like a camera or like a, like really nice scope. The major? Was on a tripod. Yeah. Ma- major did? Oh. The major did. And okay. it was aimed <laughs> at their yard. And I was very concerned. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just saw watch the episode, so. But I did write a note about it. Hmm. Oh, and I wrote a note. Why is the major dressed up? I, we went over that. Yeah, that man is. In a later scene, he comes out. Um, he comes out. It's the, one of the evening scenes. Oh, yeah. And he even has like a fucking beret, like a military beret on. He has like a, a army colored or army actual fatigue like robe which all the the men all have robes and also in this era of television early they all had robes i'm like does everybody have a robe like we didn't grow up like with our parents really having robes like that is that a normal thing that just the white thing i just was confused a lot of robes but he has a robe he has like it's all military fatigue he even goes to sleep in military fatigue stuff which is so silly because if you're actually in the military that stuff you wear at night is not military like it's military in that it's like that green or gray um yeah. or excuse me green or 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 tan that you wear um and sometimes gray um and navy it depends on the branch right but if you're in the military it's just generally plain colors so it's always funny to see like how costumers do it right because it, it's not about being accurate it's like how do we show that this man either served in the military or is obsessed with the military or both right um and they did that they did that through the drums they did that through the army fatigues all of it um so if that's the end of that then we can go to the evening go to the evening do it day to night day to night h to t is uh the wild and i don't use this word very often but crazy tyra banks (laughs) that woman (laughs) as h to t head to toe you have to model from h to t head to toe so we're gonna go from our day look to our night look um now speaking of the soundtrack ashley as she mentioned the episode is great the sound the the not the soundtrack the what's that called score the score yeah but i was thinking there's another word for the the music that's in i guess score is the best word the music that's in the production soundtrack soundtrack is like soundtracks usually original soundtrack but that's the like the OST that that is is what they release right. Um, that's not necessarily what you heard in the film. But I guess score is the best anyway. The score. I think there's another word that's escaping me. But the score. They have these like plucky sounds as the gnomes like make a mess. Right. It's a, a, a synth string, and I love it. 
it was wonderful. I didn't know the yeah. name. I just wrote plucky sounds. So I love that you know the name. Oh, I've um, messed around with that a lot. It's great because it just fun. sounds, it sounds so, oh man, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, it, well, it sets the mood so well. It does. It it's does. like, like I just imagine every single pluck mm-hmm. is like a spider leg moving. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then it just kind of gets faster and faster. Like, that's like what I get from those kind of plots. Yes. Yes. And I realized I wrote evening scene and I have all these notes under evening scene, but at some point it became morning. So I think my evening scene notes end with why does everyone have a bathrobe in TV? Because then the next one is about how Columbine is a plant. Because he says like, oh, my Columbines. Oh, so you didn't know either. So for us, you know, we're in our 30s. Columbine is a school. um, Well, Columbine, Ohio, right? So I think a city and the school is named after that. Um, I don't actually know that. I really think about it. Columbine. No, the school is is Columbine. It's a high school. I don't. But was it in? Was it? In, was like the school in Columbine as well? Um, either way, that was the beginning of, of school shootings. Like as you know, before they're mass. Um, oh, okay. It was in Littleton, Colorado. Okay, I was um, say, it yeah. was Columbine High School in Littleton, Colorado. Yeah. Um, but apparently it's a plant. But it's a plant. And I was like, oh, a Columbine is a plant. Um, and, and it shows the age, right? Because Columbine hadn't happened yet. And so generally people, you know, if you're a TV writer, if you're, you think about the references you're using, the things you're saying. So people wouldn't say like, for example, Pussy Willow was used in a film that we watched when we were kids. And she's like, Pussy Willow, like she said it <laughs> as a way to like, you know, at one point, Pussy Willow was a word you could just say, because that's what the flower is, right? And at a certain point, Pussy became colloquial for, for vagina, right? And so then you wouldn't say Pussy Willow unless you're making a dirty joke. Similarly, you wouldn't say Columbine as a plant unless you were trying to make... Like they had all these little military associations and they had those on purpose. You wouldn't say Columbine unless you're trying to bring up because the cultural reference around it is specifically school shootings, right? Um, before they were so fucking common. Um, fucking US. It's an, uh. anyways, let me not get on a rant. So my point is that I didn't know that Columbine was a plan. Now, when he said that, was that daytime at that point when he saw it, right? I think we've gotten back to daytime because it was the next morning, right? Uh, yeah, he wakes up. Okay. And sees the columbines and he sees, because what happened is, is at night, that's yes. when the gnomes come out and go out and uh, grab his melons and start smashing them. Yes. Well, yes, but also one of the no, the melons he drew on, right? So yeah. we're in the morning now. He drew on the melon, one of the gnomes, and then the major shows it you know and then he throws it on the porch and so yes the gnomes did smash the melons but also the major was so mad about this melon which is understandable but it was a waste of produce because the melon if it was still edible if it was edible at that point maybe it was too small he could have eaten it it being drawn on with a sharpie that's just the skin you know what i mean you could peel that you could bake that you could it was a waste of pro he was mad that melon didn't do shit to him correct so major it was just an had innocent a lot of bystander it was yes innocent he did bystander. that melon wrong 
Yes. But what I did love is in the next moment, you know, he's like, your son did this. In that moment, the dad does believe the son. He's like, it wasn't me, you know, and he's like, okay, well, don't let this man get to you. So I really appreciated that, you know, Um, I was like a good parenting moment before, after some not good ones and before some worse ones, you know, Um, and then the kid looks at the gnomes and the expression on the gnomes is like, I'm going to fuck you up. (laughs) I like the gnomes. I like the Some gnomes. Aggressive ass gnomes. Yes. And then uh and then we get to when the sister comes in. But I wanted to see before you had any if you had any notes before the sister comes in. Um well. Right, yeah. So he looks at the gnomes. So when he's looking at the gnomes, uh, and they're looking like, try me, try me. I, Fucking mm-hmm. try me, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's looking at the gnomes, and then he sees uh, black ink on one of them. Oh yes, but that's and... actually after the sister gets there. Oh, oh my gosh! Did it again? <laughs> it's okay. I've done it again. It's okay. But if that's where your notes start, then I can just give the sister line, and then you give can the catch... sister line. Give the okay, sister so line. sister says, "Oh, there's my juvenile delinquent brother," um, which I thought was quite humorous because it's this little white boy, you know what I mean, um, who gives very much leave it to Beaver. You know, uh, the only difference is that, like, because he's like he looks like a pretty good kid. The only difference is that hat, right? It's the hat tipped to the side, which in the '90s was a very black thing, right? And so, like, he's giving. He was just just as a regular white kid but by the hat being tipped to the side and because he went into the dude's lawn and because the major's an asshole she's making this joke of my juvenile delinquent brother then we get to the black ink and the melon seeds (laughs) um yeah uh well what stuck out to me immediately was i mean i don't know if it's maybe because of a post-covid thing but he licked his finger mm-hmm. and then he touched the ink mm-hmm. and then like examined it mm-hmm. and i was like why did you lick your you could have just touched the ink with your finger and you could have uh, that just seemed like such an unnecessary step let me let me defend little joe joe um joe doe um so joe doe uh when he's a kid so kids are you know kids don't give a fuck but two he was it was to see if it was wet right like so it wasn't the ink didn't to him it didn't look exactly wet so he licked his finger to see like if i lick it and put water on it will it wipe away right because if it was like the red paint on a gnome's hat and you lick your finger and wipe it it's not going to wipe away all that'll wipe would be the dirt on it right but if it was from last night if it's ink or if it's something else you'd be able to wipe it. So that's why he licked it to, to give the moisture to it um, to see if that through that he'd be able to wipe it away. And he was. Now your point remains, he could have just, if it was black ink, it likely wouldn't have dried overnight. He could have, and it was also really wet when he did it. So he that's why I was just, confused because it was real wet. Yeah, it was. It was, was like a, paint. That was a bad, that was bad on prop. That was the, okay, the, the props. Pop. That You're was right. props. Right. That was their fault because You're they should have right. really props and costume and makeup, whoever. But I say props, you know, um, because they should. It shouldn't have been that. It shouldn't have been that wet, you know, because um, if it was that wet, then he would have known. He wouldn't have had to lick his finger. So you're correct, sister. And uh, 
uh, okay, I'm thinking about it now. At first, I thought it was ridiculous that he fell in the melon seed on him. Mm-hmm. But then I thought about it and I was like, well, if they're throwing these melons at the wall, there's debris that might come at them and it's sticky. So it might stick to their face. So I guess that makes sense. So I, I'm okay with it now. My thought was actually giving them sharper little teeth that they had was that they had eaten some of the melon, which like, you know, they're statues, but they come to life. So they may have been hungry, right? So why not eat a little bit of the melon? So the melon seed got stuck in their teeth or something, got stuck in their mouth as the sun was rising, you know? Okay. That was my okay. thought. I, I could see that. That is um, a sensible thing. And then we... Uh, the next thing I have isn't until the next night when the he goes back out when they they come out again. I don't know if you have anything else. I called the kid Sherlock. Yes, that's when. So then we get to Sherlock, right? So the the evening comes, their eyes open, which was so funny watching their little eyes open because it was like clear they're like these little masks they were wearing, and then their eyes were like visible through the masks. You know, like it wasn't like a prosthetic; they just made a mask and put it on them. You know, I mean, which is a form of prosthetic, but it wasn't like blended or anything. You know, um, so it made me laugh. And then I wrote, "This little nigga's out at night. The raccoons might get him, or the dogs, or the cats, because at this point he's heard. You know, he hears sounds, and he he he's like, what's happening?' So he goes outside." Um, then my next thought was that damn little people used to really only get roles as like gnomes and oompa loompas. Now they get roles in shows, and like whether they're like whether them being little people is incorporated into the role as like a plot point or not, or they're just a person who just happens to be a little person, they have other roles. But in the 90s, they were only playing literally fucking gnomes and oompa loompas, you know? Um, so if you're a little person who wanted to act, that's all you were going to get. Because, um, you know, they're moving and they were, they were short and it wasn't just like they had like tall people and then they, you know, like it was clear they were, they were uh, little people. I was hoping people. that it was child actors that were in them given their eyes them eyes were old (laughs) them eyes were old girl (laughs) um but maybe hopefully it was child actors you know what i mean um or not well i guess it doesn't really matter i'd say hopefully but i don't know it'd be nice if somebody little could get a check it just sucks that that's the only way that they could get a check is is by playing a literal gnome you know um Then, so he was Sherlock, right? Um, and I said, see if he had minded his business, he wouldn't have got framed because he's out there being Sherlock. And then the gnomes are going wild, and then the military man comes out um, with his fucking alarm, you know. And uh, that's when he comes out with his military garb, including the hat. And I was like, oh my god, this nigga never stops. So, backing up for two points, uh, before he actually catches up with the gnomes he looks in the bushes and he sees these red glowy eyes. Mm-hmm. Anthony, if I saw that, especially as a child, I would have said, nope. Deuces. Nope, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, no, I'm, GTFO, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. That's enough for me. Check the peace sign out. Um, up, but but out. Joe, little Joe just kept on, I think his name is Joe. I keep calling him Joe. It's Joe. Um, and then my other thought was, uh, once he did <laughs> set off that alarm, I said, um, I said, dude, set that security up fast because <laughs> he didn't have that shit the day before. Because if he did, 
he would have seen the gnomes that were fucking up his melons. So within one day, he set up an alarm system with 8 billion floodlights, a, a speaker, and a, um, what do you call it? Uh, the alarm noise? Oh. Like a buzzer um, type thing? Signal? Alarm signal? Yeah, the caption said a klaxon, K-L-A-X-O-N. Um, which is trademarked, uh, not trademarked, <laughs> noun trademark. Uh, no, that was from when I Googled it. Uh, a klaxon is an electric horn or a similar loud warning device. Um, and then the sentence they use is the tug blew its klaxon three times. But yeah, the klaxon, that's like, Wow! The like loud, that one, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch that. I figured he had just had it, but you're right. If he had had it the night before, he would have caught he would have caught the gnomes the first night. Mm-hmm. Mm. So he put that together in one night. I mean, that I man he, also did not retired, work. I guess he's retired, doesn't have a job. Yeah, that sure. man did not work. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, and then, um, well, we already talked about his military-issued robe, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the beret, because apparently that's how he sleeps. Listen. You know, we sleep in bonnets. He sleeps in the military. <laughs> Culturally relevant, you know, night nightwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, so then the next morning. Uh, oh, this is the best scene out of the whole episode. <laughs> the next morning i just had two two thoughts my first one was not the pentagon because he goes and he's like now let's go look at the pentagon you know and like that's how his lawn is set up you know and he wants it to be certain angles and all this yeah and then the second note i had is oh damn manure like the kids gotta do manure and i remember that was also a trope if you're doing yard work you know um you would always use manure um and it would stink and all this but i was like as someone who does i don't have my own garden in my front lawn but you know i got hella plants in here well and that's why i don't use manure they're all in here but like i don't know that many home gardeners who use manure you'd have to be really dedicated because manure is shit as far as i understand that's for right? like legit commercial farms right yeah so i'm like wouldn't he just have some regular regular you know soil and then he might have some worms or some worm casings but manure manure i mean yes i feel like the neighbors would be pissed yes but he did he was really obsessed with his his flowers right and ultimately it is his yard and so he could do manure but i'm like this is such an interesting thing because i remember as kids it would be like manure you know like you're doing yard work manure but as an adult now i'm like manure is not that common you know yeah and it said that on the bag like the props made. oh no no it literally was like you could tell that they stickered on something that just said only manure because you know what that is you don't need to know what brand it is no you don't need to know what the cost was no. you don't need the barcode on there just yeah. you need to know it's manure um so <laughs> i guess i was more tickled by this than you but um <laughs> after uh he catches the gnomes and uh joe in his na- his uh garden mm-hmm he uh or wait a minute my things are my thing is all messed up 
Where what's the scene where he's bitching about his flowers? I thought it was that morning. It was that morning, right? Oh yeah, it was. I just wasn't that tickled by it. I don't think. Yeah, he's he's he talks about his flower. He talks about his like. He said, "My lilies." And yes. he picks them up, and he goes, "My azaleas," and then yes. he picks them up, and he says, "My eagles," and then he hugs his eagle statue, <laughs> and it's all broken. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was fucking hilarious. That was some fucking cartoon shit for me. It was definitely some cartoon stuff. It was like um. I was like, oh, what cartoon was that? Well, it's a trope, but uh, do you remember uh, The Jerk? Uh, The movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, I'm leaving. All I need is 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 this pen and I just need this thing. And like, that's what it reminded me because he's just like, oh, I need this and oh, this. Oh my god, this. <laughs> yes, it was very, it used to really like Bugs Bunny, and it was very that. It was very like, um, it, it was uh, the structure of the joke. I see why you. Well, it's a rule of threes. It's very yes. simple. But... Yes, of course. But it's but hilarious. I, in addition to it being the rule of threes, it's like a silly, you know what I mean? Because it, it wasn't like, it, it was my my lilies, my azaleas, my eagle, right? And the, the third one is what got you, right? Because um, it's the eagle and he's complaining about his flowers and all that. But yeah, I didn't, that's so funny because I like I saw it, but I didn't write a note about it because like, girl, and? <laughs> and what do you give a fuck about your flowers? <laughs> Just, he was um, so heartbroken though that was the best acting that guy did was in yes. that moment it was nice it was, it was nice. in that moment okay so manure uh are we going to talk about the sister what uh oh i didn't write anything about her but you can talk about her well he's got the manure uh-huh and he looks over the hedges and his sister is laying in a hammock mm-hmm. like this shrieking mm-hmm. a soda that's right with pink glasses on and the pink outfit just chilling mm-hmm. just chilling watching them work and i was just like you're doing too much just doing way too much uh, yes yes that's funny i was so tickled by that and you were not <laughs> at all no i mean i don't I was... know i guess it was it was giving mango juice for me because mm, she had mm. the glasses on we'll have to do tiny tunes one of these days yes it's one of my favorite shows um but yes let's move on let's move on mango juice you sent me that clip that like makes me smile like that doesn't make me like laugh out loud so those are the things like the things that make me laugh out loud or that i think are like really really silly those are what i write down because that one didn't do it you know that's what it was but i know mango juice if you saw that you would laugh out loud right of course every time yeah yeah for me i'm like mm-hmm 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 Really? <laughs> yeah oh. it's like like i like it like it, it's funny and i can recognize like i can recognize the humor <laughs> in it funny. but i like i smile and i probably when i watched it the first time or maybe even the first few times laughed and now i'm like okay <laughs> like Sometimes I, things just tickle me yeah and uh i mean like a lot of those memes that you send me yeah you know like i probably only know of the ones that you sent me i don't know all the millions that are out there but the ones that you send me will still have me cracking up laughing every single time without fail (laughs) 
Yes. I, there's a few, I think that do that, but not, not even even the ones I sent you not all of them do it there's just like the one the the TikTok I showed you and dad when I was over of the girl oh um, the demon one yeah (laughs) 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 talking about fighting her demons and she goes ain't that right bestie (laughs) that shit cracks me up that shit will always crack me up there's another TikTok of this black girl who's like she's like if you she's like why are you going over to your homeboy's house at 7 a.m if you go on over there suck dick <laughs> you know what i mean just say that <laughs> or you she's like if you're going over there to eat dick for breakfast just say that <laughs> that one cracks me up because why are you like you're going over to your homeboy's house at 7 a.m like for what you know what i mean like for what and you don't have to be gay but what are you doing you know what i mean um so i just there's certain ones that do make me laugh but but there are other ones where i'm just like that's cute <laughs> like it's like it's like i would write lol but I'm not actually LOLing, you know what I mean? Um, but you know I'm LOLing because I usually say I actually left out loud or I dropped my, my jaw dropped or whatever else I say. I only say LOL if I laughed. But what if you think it's funny, but you don't laugh out loud? What do you say? Um, I don't know. I feel that- like most of the time... Most of the time, if I actually laughed, even if it's like a quick little chuckle, mm-hmm. that means I thought it was funny. Hmm. Because there's stuff that I see as funny, but it doesn't make me laugh out loud. And I'm still enjoying myself, right? But I'm not, I'm not literally laughing out loud. I guess your funny bone is smaller than mine. I don't know. <laughs> if I think something's funny, I usually will laugh about it, which is usually what gets me in trouble. Mm, maybe I'm like the Grinch but I accept that I'm okay with that you know totally unrelated um I had a new uh uh appointment with my new psychiatrist and she asked me the regular questions um uh have you been suicidal in the last you know two days or whatever and I'm like no she said have you been homicidal in the last two days and I went (laughs) I mean no no (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was really funny. <laughs> you can't, you can't <laughs> laugh at that with everybody. <laughs> I know. I laughed at it, and her face was very. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> she wrote a note because the thing is, some people really are, you know, homicidal. So you laughing at it is not a good sign to a psychiatrist, even though. Uh, I was going to say you wouldn't hurt a fly, but literally that is what you will hurt. The only thing you will hurt is a fly or like a bug. I mean, I guess I laughed because if we were talking about somebody else, I wouldn't have laughed. Of course. Uh, Unless, okay, if I, if they, if they said, oh, is Anthony homicidal? I probably would be like, God, no, I might laugh. People I know really well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But since we're talking about me, I thought the shit was funny. It is. (laughs) No, I can't imagine you actually... (laughs) not just harming someone else but killing someone else you know what I mean like there are people I've known in this life who I'm like oh yeah they might be a little homicidal oh yeah <laughs> but like it, but you're not one of those people you yeah. know what I mean so <laughs> I see why you laugh it's just it's like <laughs> those are not the questions you can laugh at for the psychiatrist 
Uh, I'm glad I'm glad that she took that within the context, the larger context, you know what I mean? Of of oh, no, she her as a person. She didn't say anything about it, but um yeah. I think I think it was more like a give me an answer yeah. kind of look. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I just laughed. Yeah, which is not an answer. Um, right, of course. <laughs> I could be laughing because I killed somebody the other day. <laughs> listen if you're like the girlies on the netflix series that is they they be people that's the wild thing is watching tv i'm like people just be killing people you know what i mean like in real life of course but like on tv they just be killing people and getting killed it's very common in tv violence is very very common um and the weight of it p valley has been discussing like the weight of killing somebody or you know what that means but very few shows actually talk about the way it weighs on you or the way I imagine it weighs on you to like actually take another person's life you know what I mean um because some of them are written as if you could just go about your day and yes there are people who could just go about their day but those are a very specific type of person Mm -hmm. usually who we would classify as like a sociopath or a psychopath or something else you know so it's interesting when it's like yeah, you killed somebody and you ain't tripping. Like, damn. Don't watch damn. the boys. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I, so much death. I might. So I'm, much death. When we started the podcast, I was not in a place where I could watch that. Uh, but at this point, maybe I could. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I did watch. I watched the show with Bill Hader, um, Barry. Um, I haven't finished it, I don't think. But it's about him being a hitman. And I did enjoy it. But sometimes it was more violent than I would have liked it to be but it's a show about a hitman it's a dark comedy you know well you know what's hilarious to me is that you're having this hypersensitivity to violence yeah i'm having that with uh uh like emotions like dramas like i can't mm. watch them at all because they just destroy me like my yeah. my uh my mood they ruin my ru- my mood Mm. like i was obsessed with uh um bojack horseman oh which that's is depressing. hilarious yeah but it's it's actually but very it's, depressing holy shit it's depressing i yeah. had to stop watching it yeah yeah i was watching it and i stopped because it was super depressing and then i continued and then i stopped watching it because i read more about the series and i had issues with it um but but yeah, I think it's well done. I just didn't like that they had a white woman playing the Asian woman character who in one season, I think as a way to address it, even goes to, I want to say Vietnam, you know? And I think at that point was still voiced by a white woman. So, you know, it's like, it's wild that you like are trying to branch out the the, the main- I had no the, idea. Mojack, yeah, yeah. Mojack. I had no idea. Asian, yeah, she's yeah. played by a white woman. And oh. I think they- maybe recast her in like the last season or second to last season or something but it's like it's just a trip to me that as an animator and as a television show creator you're like yeah I'm gonna throw in a non-white character and then you don't even have that non-white character voiced by somebody non-white you know what I mean right um and then it's just weird it's just there's so many and like yeah there was for most the most of most of the time until the recent years you could get away with that shit that was the norm but i'm like damn you have a whole storyline about her being asian and she's played by this white girl you know what i mean like it's just that you wouldn't do that in a in a show but because it's animated and it's just the voice you're like well whoever has the best talent like girl get the fuck out like it's just it's just so anyways i was like turned off by that and i 
remember reading an interview with one of the with the creator and he was basically I don't want to I don't want to I want to be wrong on air <laughs> so so I won't say what he said but I remember walking away because I don't remember but I remember feeling like that was not a very satisfying answer you know like it was oh, like, okay it was disappointing but anyways um yeah you I understand I understand you being like oh I can't watch this because I'm gonna be destroyed you know um it's a very real thing it's a very real orange thing. is the new black screwed things up for me too mm. I was really 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 into that and then it got dark like real quick yeah like within the span of like two episodes boom it's like super super dark there was a like, yeah there's a sexual violence scene yep and, that's and, what it was couldn't do it yeah that fucked with me that <laughs> i couldn't do it and in general sexual violence and and and, and stuff fucks with me because i'm like what <laughs> did we have to see it you know what i mean like yes it happens uh and yes we can talk about the options and yes we can talk about these other things like what you can do how people fight fleet freeze you know like all these different things but do we have to see it right and and it's hard for me to see it um and i don't know if i told you this but i realized two years ago that I'm a survivor of sexual assault and I didn't realize oh, it yeah. before. Yeah, I didn't realize it before because the incidences where it happened, I hadn't I hadn't categorized as that. You know what I mean? Like I didn't recognize that I didn't actually consent, right? Um and so I it, it was only been in the last like few years even in therapy that like I realized like I was like, "Oh, I I myself am a survivor." And and it was I think before me even realizing that the sometimes watching sexual violence scenes was hard for me, and who knows if that's because I myself am a survivor, but my my what happened in my life didn't look like what I've seen on TV, right? Yeah. So exactly. like my sensitivity around it is not I don't think just based in my own experience because my experience was luckily have not been as as brutal as a lot of what we see on TV, but the shit we watch is brutal as fuck. It's hard to watch um it's very hard to watch and it makes me wonder like what is the purpose a lot of the time you know yeah um but yes bojack um how did we get here bojack depressing oh well we were talking about laughing at oh things, oh yes. and then i mentioned the laughing at the homicide thing yes and then that's how we got, got there got so you. we're back now we're back so now we're gonna go to the next evening um this is is this the uh no so this is the second to last sequence because this is the next evening and then there's the next day and the next that next day is the last the last day. sequence yeah um so we see i wrote an investigator because he set his alarm and everything at 12 a.m which was interesting that he said it for 12 um but at 12 a.m he's like i'm gonna get up and i'm gonna see and then he had this video camera but no tape right <laughs> and, and so then i wrote peanut butter or peanut no butter ham no burger have tape how do you not have that's like i mean here's the thing this is a, a 90s camera it's not like oh i forgot to put the sd card in no it's big or i forgot to put the little mini tape in no i did forgot to put the like like the smaller vhs i forgot what they call it one of those yes. into yeah. the goddamn camera how the fuck did you figure uh, forget that that was not in there well two things joe is a child <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing the second thing is i imagine when he got the video camera um because they were expensive then so i don't imagine that's not his that was probably his dad's or his mom's so he went and he grabbed it and forgot that or didn't check to see if a tape was in it okay. he knew you needed a tape but he didn't grab it right so outside of like 
writing so that you know it was a, a stressful situation because he didn't have a tape I could see realistically how he didn't have the tape you know mm-hmm. um <laughs> then what killed me though actually is we he's trying to tell them he's like you know he doesn't have the tape and he's trying to tell them the gnomes are out here and the dad's like not having it you know and then we don't see the mother's face right at this point I'm like oh we're never seeing the mother but we see her hair and then we see her, and we hear her voice and <laughs> and she says the gnomes are calling at this hour (laughs) like the relatives are calling or like the mormons are knocking at your door like the gnomes are calling at this like they're both just kind of talking gibberish because they're they're half asleep and the son's like no it's real and he's like no it's just a dream it's just a dream i know what a dream is listen i know what a dream is and this is a dream that's what he something along those lines right yes <laughs> yes but it, what killed me was the no that 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 tickled me pink <laughs> even though neither of you nor i get pink um it did tickle me uh such a funny me pink because they can literally because get you're white yes you're laughing so hard you're so amused that you i get, get it i get uh, it it's we don't, like it's blushing it's similar to tall, dark, and handsome, which isn't a real thing. Right. Like tall, like tall, dark, and handsome means like Italian. Like, girl, what the fuck? <laughs> used to be so confused in TV. They'd be like, he's tall, dark, and handsome. And then he'd show up. I'm like, what? <laughs> like that, that man is not, he's tall. What, what uh, I also like about, huh? What'd I said say? he's tall. I said he's tall. Where's the dark? And sometimes where's the handsome? Um, what were Where, you going to say? That's, uh, I was just going to laugh. I, I love how there's, there's uh, this trope in old cartoons of the parents being in bed yes, and the kids trying to tell them something yes. and the parents being completely incoherent all the freaking time. Yes. Like that episode that we watched of Doug. Yes. Same thing. Doug's like, hey, I'm going on the run and you'll never see me again. Okay. Bye, Doug. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> And often it could be a crisis, right? It's either a crisis or like a big situation that should be of concern. Like I'm going on the run. I'm your 12 year old, 11 year old son going on the run. In this case, yo, there are gnomes and they're alive, right? Which if you keep in mind that this is supposed to be like, yes, it's in the world. I think we get caught up sometimes because you're watching an anthology, right? Like you're caught up in the world of Goosebumps or of uh, Twilight Zone. So you're like, well, everything's going to be a little weird. But for them, this their world is normal except for this one thing. So then if you put yourself in the situation of Joe, how do you explain to somebody that this world is like, yes, it's normal, but this one thing is fucked up and it's happening because no one's going to believe you, right? Because that just doesn't, it just doesn't. So watching that happen, I'm like, damn, like it's very courage, cowardly dog. Thinking the exact same thing. (laughs) For courage. Yeah, and they're like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) They're like, honestly, you are more like Eustace Banks than you are like Muriel because the dogs will be trying to tell you something. They're like, I got something in my throat. I'm tired. I'm upset. And you're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Luckily, you don't, you're not, you're like not actually mean to them. You just like say, say mean things, but typically with like a normal tone. And then if you get really mad, you could say it in a mean tone. So they don't really understand what you're saying. But because dogs, in my opinion, do understand the sentiment and they do understand the tone. So they do know you're upset, but it's one thing to to be like, uh, <laughs> I've been quoting the video. I don't know if I showed it to you. 
it's this light-skinned black kid and he's in um he's in a store and he's like uh you want a pack and she's like and she's recording i think because she thinks it's cute have i seen you this one nope Oh, it's so good, Ashley. I got to send it to you. But it's this kid and it's like 30 seconds or something. And he's like, he's like, you want a pack? And uh, and she's like, God, how does it begin? But it's about tampons or pads. You know, he's like, you used to use these a long, the long, long time ago days. And yeah, then, I remember that. <laughs> okay, so you have to, yeah. yeah. And, and, and then, and, and so then at the end, he says, you still uh, want a pack? And she's like, put it back. Um, <laughs> my point in bringing up that meme is there's a difference being like, oh my God, these dogs are so silly, you know, and then being like, put it back. Um, and the dogs understand. The first one being like, she's not exactly happy. And the second one being like, oh God. But anyways, you, the dogs are trying to alert you to something and you say, quiet down, <laughs> like Eustace Banks. Uh, because, you know, they're old. And they do cry wolf. They they're do. old. They do. So they're always, there's always something wrong with them. They're too hot or they're too cold or they're there's something, they're, they're ornery. They want attention. Yeah. They're mad that I'm sitting in this chair for 18 hours a day. You know, they're just like, <laughs> how dare you not get off your fucking ass and do something with me. Walk me. Good delivery. That was a good, good delivery, like, Ashley. <laughs> That was nice. You snuck that one in there. Um, we love a little self-awareness. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Don't worry. I'm going to do better in my life. I'm going to yes. get paid to sit in my chair for 12 hours a day. It's my money and I want it now. Oh, JD, what were 877? Oh, wait, we're not advertising them. So, um, <laughs> Juan LaFonta uh, you may have seen that one. I think I sent it to you. Is, is Big Frida doing a commercial for Juan LaFonta, a, a big bounce commercial? He's like out in New Orleans. It's great. It's it's just a, it's a law commercial. He's a law office, you know, like a oh, lawyer. And it's, yeah, and it's Big Frida <laughs> doing a commercial. I love it. Um, but uh, this is when I wrote White Families Are So Strange because mm-hmm. then he wakes up his sister and she the first thing she says is, what are you doing in my room? And that was always, we've talked a lot about tropes. That was always a trope is there's the annoying brother, right? And there is the older sister or the older sibling. But typically the sister, whether older or younger, but particularly when she was older, would be like, what are you doing in my room? Get out of my room, twerp, right? And like, mm-hmm. that's understandable. Like, what are what are you doing? But I'm like, are you never in each other's rooms? Because we were in each other's rooms a lot. You know what I mean? Like we would bother each other um, and enjoy each other, you know, but like we would bother each other a lot in each other's rooms. So the idea that like, you're not allowed in my room ever, you know, like, okay, if I'm not there, don't go in my room. I get that. But if we're both in the room, like you're there and I came to see you, you know, and what I will say is he woke her up. So she was surprised that he was there. Right. But it wasn't like, are you OK? It wasn't, you know, it wasn't what's going on. It was what are you doing in my room? Like, girl, you sleep in. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, what, what you mean? What am I doing in your room? Like, there, there's a problem. That's why. And so this idea of like, you know, get out of my room. What are you doing in my room? From the older sister. I was always like, I don't I don't quite get this, you know? Yeah yeah that's that's why i wrote white families are so weird because i was like this feels like a very tv thing Mm -hmm. but a tv thing that we saw with white families in particular that i that we did not experience as kids um like of course we wanted our own space and had our own space and we also weren't really allowed to set boundaries (laughs) you know like we weren't able to close our doors if i remember correctly 
Yeah, we couldn't close them. We couldn't close it, close it. Like you could like close it to where light and sound could come in and out, but you couldn't actually close it. Um, we weren't allowed to until, I don't know, maybe our teens, if even that. Yeah, like late pretty much. Teens. Yeah. Um, so, so on the other end, we were not allowed to set healthy boundaries. We couldn't do things like that. But on the other end, you know what I mean? It seems so interesting to... Like, even if we had been able to close our doors when we wanted to, I still can't imagine being like, what are you doing in my room? Um, unless you're walking in on something inappropriate, you know what I mean? Which <laughs> happened once, but... <laughs> which uh, I don't remember. Which is great. <laughs> great. We love that. Um, but but yeah, I can't... I don't know. It just was so interesting to me where she was like, what are you doing? Like, damn. Like... She talked. She as you as you pointed out early. She dogged him out the whole time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the dude was coming. She didn't give him a warning. You know, she was chilling, like gloating in his face when when he had to do the yard work. And literally, yeah. he was dirty. His whole face was dirty. All this, um, which is such a funny makeup thing because if you're gardening, your face doesn't usually get that dirty. But kids, um, you know. Uh, but it just <laughs> for then him to be in the room and she's like, "What are you doing?" um and then you did a lsp voice there for a second <laughs> what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing in my room get out get out oh, i'm headed to the party i'll look fresh to death <laughs> um as a side note i just re-watched the other night i was looking for something to watch for comfort and i rewatched. i started back at the beginning of bob's burgers and i'm like i can't start here i think i have to start season two because season one they're still getting their footing and so i think it was gene who sounds a little bit too much like um who's the character that Luis is in love with um, Jimmy. He has oh. like a little bit of the lisp that Jimmy has, right? Because I think they're still trying to figure out each character's unique voice. And A. Sean Benjamin does a lot of the voices. And so like Gene had a little bit of the lisp. And so like he wasn't, they weren't all themselves yet. You know what I mean? They're still establishing it in the first season. So I'm like, if I go back to rewatch this, I need to rewatch it from the second season because the watching in the first season is a little a little painful you know it's not bad it's it's not offensive but it, it well i haven't rewatched in a while it might be offensive but it's it's not bad it's just i i like the i like the comfort of the characters and so watching them get their footing is harder you know a lot of times you'll be saying something very profound and making a point about something and i'll just think about something and i'll just keep thinking about it the entire time you're talking and I was just thinking about oil spill the entire time you were talking. Oil spill. That's a good, that, if, if you're going to tune out while I'm talking, that's a good reason to tune out. I support that. Oh boy. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. But yeah, um, I was watching Bob's Burgers uh, and I don't remember what happened. I stopped watching it. It might have been a situation of me losing whatever streaming service it was on. What is it on now? Hulu. Oh, okay. Well, then, boom. I can watch it again. That's but, good. Um, those so, are those are my notes until uh, we get outside, and then I have other notes. But I don't know if you had any any notes from inside or outside. Well, just going back into the um, the whole "Why are you in my room?" thing. Yeah. Then she he asked for her to like come out with her i gotta show you something like the shit's going down and she says something along the lines of okay you owe me 
<laughs> and I'm kind of thinking, girl, oh, you what? Mm-hmm. Oh, you what? It's tit for tat. It's there's no there's no like this is your sibling, your siblings till you die. <laughs> you got to watch each other's back. It's like, no, you owe me. Um, yeah. So I had the point where has the mom been, which we've decided she was at work. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. So they get out into what was your last note? My last note was white families are so strange. And then my next note is, uh, LOL. Now the gnomes are filming them. (laughs) Oh, okay. So prior to that, uh, oh, wait. Oh yeah, so okay, after that. Okay. So so yeah, they go out into the um I keep wanting to say forest because it kind of looks like that at one point. But they're out in the uh the the lawn, they see the gnomes and they try to get away from them and then they get caught and they take the kids' camera and then they start filming them, and then they're like, ha, we should crush them. No, we should put a witch's spell on them. No, we should do this. And they all just start sounding like a bunch of uh, three stooges or whatever kind of deal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but then the kid picks up the light and it's like a literally like a plastic tiny like shitty light uh flashlight, flashlight mm-hmm. that you could have and he put it in their face and he's like oh my god it m- turns them back to stone or whatever right well yeah. they're not gargoyles um and what i wrote down was what about street lights what about moonlight? Read my light, girl. Read my note. Read light? my mind. What about the car lights? What? <laughs> there's there's a lot of lights out there that could be showing up that could after shit up. Like I was like, I was very concerned. Um, so they use the light to get away, and they're running. And I don't know if you noticed it, but the sister trips. On nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I noticed nothing. There wasn't shit there. And it was like the most slow motion, like, oh my God. It was the it was the laziest trip I've ever seen. And I have done some trips. I have tripped on nothing before. It has happened. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I will admit this. This is true. <laughs> However, I usually catch myself but if i did trip it wouldn't be that lazy it was it was bad i mean honestly it was slow motion i wish i could describe it to you like like just imagine like somebody like standing and then lifting their knee and holding it and then slowly slowly leaning down onto the ground and that's the trip that's what it looked like so there's two trends right now. Well, I haven't been on TikTok in a few weeks, but maybe two weeks. I don't know. Maybe a week, a week to two weeks. Um, but there's two. <laughs> so funny to watch myself because I use my hands a lot. And on Zoom, it's like so it's just a lot. It's like all in your face um, when I gesture because the camera where it is. Okay. Um, so 
there, there are two trends in the last few months, at least on TikTok. One is like somebody walking slow, like as slow as they do in the movies and, and you like seeing if you can make it from wherever you are to like the front porch to get in the door of your house, right? To see if you could make it. Because uh, we're like, people are always like, they move so slow, you know, like what's happening, right? Like, why couldn't you do it? But, you know, they're people trying to open up the door and can't do it, right? So that's one trend. There's another trend where people, are, um, they'll move, it'll be somebody coming after them and they'll do everything. I don't know who started it, but it's so fucking funny. They'll do everything, but this is also one of the ones that often will make me smile, but not laugh out loud, depending on what they do and how many of them I've seen. They will, they'll, they'll go inside the house and then they'll trip. Right. Um, and then while they're tripping, they'll do the Macarena on the ground and then they'll get up and then they'll, um, then they'll get a drink and then they'll go back to being scared. And, and then they'll play a, a quick round of the video game and then they'll go and like, it just continues. And that's what it felt like when she fell, like she fell on nothing. And it was just like, they were, they were, so my notes, mm, uh, at one point they said, action, action, action. <laughs> the gnome said action, action, action. Like, it just cracked me up because it was like, I thought the whole time that they were just fucking with them and like the gnomes were like not nefarious, right? But it turns out the gnomes are nefarious, right? We, we find out they are actually kind of evil. Um, but I thought they were just fucking with them. And I thought it was just going to turn around at one point. So when they're saying action, 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 I just... <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is happening? She cracked me up. Then their masks didn't even really work. Like one of them had their mouth kind of open, right? And so he could kind of talk, but the other one's mouth was kind of closed. And so he'd be talking, but what he was saying didn't really match because if he was saying what he could say with his mouth like this, it would sound like this. But instead he's just talking regularly, right? So I was like, they need to work on these fucking masks. Then, Ashley, they were not actually surrounded. So as Ashley mentioned in the beginning, it looked like there were maybe three or four in the beginning, like when he pulled up in his truck. But who knows? Maybe he got another cart full. But later, it looked like they were closer to eight or something, and they're like circling them, right? And I was like, they're not actually surrounded. I wrote, they're not actually surrounded. They could leave, LOL. Um, <laughs> then I wrote the same thing. The light freezes them. I said, girl, there are still lights at night. Because um, like, if the flashlight works, then any light works, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I said, girl, the gnomes, because, you know, I say, no matter who, I wrote, girl. I wrote, girl, the gnomes walk slow and they could just choose to go inside their house. And I wrote hella ellipses or hella periods. Because they didn't, you know what I mean? Like they didn't, they're like, oh my God, we're surrounded. Like y'all could go in, you know, because especially as kids, it was like, if you could just get in the house or you could just get in the bed or whatever, like that was the thinking, right? You'd be safe there. Like that was a safe house. And so I'm like, they could just go in the house, right? Then the other thing is, I was like, they could kick them because they were short. And then what I wrote is, nah, she fell. Because when she, <laughs> when she fell, Ashley, it was so extra. It was, she really didn't trip on nothing. And then, and then I was going to write Saved by the Bell, but the, the, you know, the captions I always have on when they're available. Um, I was realizing it really, really helps me uh, watch stuff, like really a lot. Um, but once when, when she fell, you know, they were saved by the clacks and the sound, right? Um, 
but then after they got saved right so then the dude's coming out and he actually sees the the major actually sees that um the gnomes are real and then i wrote these sharp ass teeth get them <laughs> because then the because the fucking gnome got on the old man on the major you know what i mean i was like you better bite his ass right and then that's when we later the next morning is when we find out that the gnomes are, are gargoyles vampires is what i said they're yeah they're gargoyles and that they turn back to stone with light although not sunlight and then they're vampires because similar the light thing but also because if they bite you you become a vampire in this case a gnome so yeah they're they're gnomepires um they're vam vam vamomes they were vames Ving Rames, that's what they were. That's we'll settle with that. They're Ving Rames. Um Gramers. One more time. Grampires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was my nickname in college. <laughs> <laughs> Although to be actually, to be honest, when I was in my acting program, I think I told you this. I had two of the my classmates nicknamed me grandpa because like I just would like you know, like I try to eat pretty healthy. I would try to go to bed pretty early, although that didn't always happen. You know, like I had two jobs. Like I just was like very responsible. Um, and I was like 18, you know what I mean? They're like, you're a grandpa. And I was like, well, okay. And it was kind of true. Um, I was like, not too loud with the music, y'all. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, those are, those are my notes until we get to the next day. Um, and your notes you ended at when she fell. I don't know if you had any other moments that night. Uh, that I wrote about? No, but um, as you were talking, I was just thinking about that scene because what happens is the kids action, go- Action, action, action. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the podcast title. Yes. Action, action, action. Yes, yes. Oh my God. Viewer, beware. Action, action, action. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I I will upload the other one tonight. I will upload the other one tonight. And whenever this one's done, Ashley, I will also upload it. I also uh, emailed, uh, and this can stay in. I also emailed our contact um, at Laura Grand Radio. They've been going through some stuff, but right now it looks like they're going to be able to sustain themselves. If you've listened to us through Laura Grand Radio or you plan to listen or you just like Laura Grand Radio, you should go subscribe to them on Patreon. I will give them an advertisement shout out because they've played our show um, and they're dope. Um, but I emailed them and I was like, hey, uh, I was like, I've been depressed. Uh, I've been working. Uh, Ashley's been going through it. Uh, what should I do? You know, because because we had a time slot and I was like, we haven't been sending in the episodes at the time slot. Um, and they're like, just send it whenever you have it, you know, and then I'll find a slot to, to fit it in. And I was like, dope. That works for us because we'll publish it, you know, on the website and then whoever can listen to it on Laura Grand. So I just wanted to add that because I forgot. So after this episode, after we're done recording, I will upload the other episode. I just have to find the description that I texted to you and put that on the website and do all the things. Yeah. What was my, where um, was I? Oh, I was asking oh, right. about any other things. Yes. Right, right. Then- so, so, so the kids got him, got the gnomes into the neighbor's major's yard. He turns on the klaxons and then yes. they bounce. And then for some reason he turns the floodlights off and picks up the gnomes. And that's when the gnome, one all fucking vampire Yeah. Like, uh, and the thing that I was upset about is 
I mean, it's a kid's show, but they don't, like, he doesn't actually, like, bite them or anything. It's, like, really hard, like, what's supposed to be happening isn't very clear. Yeah. Uh, I was, like, waiting. I was, like, okay, is he going to bite him? Is he going to put a spell on him? Is he going to... Are they going to start making out? I don't know, because it wasn't clear. They did it on purpose, though. Because <laughs> the cliffhanger was at the end where he thought he was, the dad thought he was going to get the grand prize. And then instead, they're like, no, actually, because you had that hideous gnome. And the final image was this fucking ugly-ass major gnome, you know, who I think was saluting, if I remember correctly. He was, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But the people that were, uh, uh, so th- sorry, that's all the notes I had from that night. Yes, continue on, and then I will I will go after you. Well, so you go to the next, to the morning, and you have these three people that are judging the garden, and it's giving white gloves, long, long, you know, uh, gloves for the women, flower hat, hats, like, I mean, like, like the small ones that have all the kind of, like, little decorations and and uh flowers and stuff like that all on them and this man had a bow tie that looked like he got it from like burberry Mm -hmm. and then like flared it out even more Mm -hmm. so it was like almost like uh like a complete circle but with a couple x's cut not a couple x's uh, a couple triangles cut into the top and the bottom it's like it was like really flared it was a lot it was a lot. Um, it was. And these, this group uh, were looking around and they have this moment where they go, oh, oh, goodness. That is horrifying. Oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. like it's really, really dramatic. And uh, what I was so upset about was they went up to the, the, uh, the dad and was like, yeah, um, you did a really good job. You have, you know, wonderful, varied amounts of, of, of uh, decorations and your flowers are great and yada, yada, yada. Says all these wonderful, great things about them. And dad's like, oh, cool. I'm so excited to get this award. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, no, you're not getting the award. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, who fucking does that? Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck him! Gordon it's so rude. It's so yeah, rude. it was. I will say, it was presumptuous of him to be like, "Oh, I'm I'm happy to accept the the grand prize." But but he they the way they gave it, the way they were like hyping him up, it made sense that they would think. <laughs> um, it made sense that they would that he would think like, "Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a I'm a get it. I'm I'm gonna get another. You know, I'm gonna get the prize." Yeah. Yeah. Um, damn it. I should have got the exact quote, but it is it's funny. I think it was something like, oh, yeah, you would be proud if we were giving you the award. <laughs> <laughs> it was something along. It was like super shady. I was like, damn. Yes. Um, but yeah, the buildup was to him being turned into a gnome, which begs the question, does he turn into a living, sub-living cursed gnome? Will he like, mm-hmm. like, get up 
in his fatigues and start looking for his his lilies his azaleas his eagle is Maybe. that what he's wandering in the night that's what he does for the rest of its internal life maybe for his uh yeah i maybe maybe i don't know i don't know how it works well the wait is that you're stretching so i think that's it that's all i had um to add to your your comment about the judges i wrote these old british looking mad hatter alice and one ran looking british bake off looking judges um so that is how I felt about them um then when we finally see the mom she has shorter hair than I expected because she was laying on her stomach and her head was like to the left and you know the camera was on the right so it looked like she had longer hair but she actually had what was like the princess diana cut um then they say mr burton and I was like like tim burton um and then uh he was looking especially Clark Kenty, you know, more or less Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and more uh, Clark Kent. And it was because that little side part, that white men, it had white men by the throat in the 90s, in the 80s. The white men couldn't leave the 2000s even to an extent. They could not leave that side, the little slick back hair side. They couldn't mm-hmm. leave it. They couldn't leave it. He didn't have the Clark Kent swirl, but that was the only thing that made Clark Kent different was the little swirl. But all the other white men had the same little thing you know um and then uh i i wrote you know i was like what is the lawn ornament because they're like yeah we were gonna give it to you except for this one lawn ornament um and then i i wrote what i had already said which is girl now he got turned into a lawn ornament they're like vampires but gnomes um so yeah um action 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 <laughs> that's, all, that's, that's all i got <laughs> i almost wish they i almost wish we hadn't seen the mom's face like i wish i wish she had like just not been there you know like she was in bed and then she wasn't there for the day of for whatever reason you know and she just and all we got from her was that like the gnomes are calling at this hour <laughs> you know like i just because <laughs> they had like they had they gave us just a little bit like first she didn't exist and then she was in bed and then we finally saw all of her but i kind of liked it i kind of wanted it like in a cartoon where you only see her legs you know what i mean and oh, like voice. cow and chicken cow and chicken tom and jerry tom and jerry yeah you know um mrs bellum and uh sarah bellum girls and powerpuff girls yeah um, who was thick for no reason, just like Des- Dexter's mom was thick for no reason outside. I mean, for the reason is <laughs> horny, horny animators who are likely men, but not, not who knows for sure. Um, that was, or, and character designers more specifically, not the animators. Animators were designing whatever. They were animating whatever the character designer and showrunner made. But anyways, my point is, um, my point is action, action, action. That's it. That's all I got. Okay, see? (laughs) See, there's just some things that you can say that will just fucking, like, tickle me. (laughs) The thing is, Ashley, it was just like, it was action, action, action. Like, it was like in those little fucking voices, like... But he had the camera, right? Yeah, they had the camera. (laughs) And it just was like, it was kind of, it was very, like, jump, monkey jump. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, you want to film us? Now now you gonna be filmed. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. jump. You know what I mean? Like, it just was very, like, I think... (laughs) 
I can just see, I can just like imagine a slave film, you know what I mean? Where like, you know, like the slave is getting, you know, unfortunately, as we've seen the slaves getting whipped by a white slave master. And then, and this remix, whatever it is, not Django Unchained, it's something else, right? And then the 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 slave, the enslaved person gets the whip and then they start fucking whipping the person there and go, action, action, action. <laughs> That's what it felt like. You know what I mean? Like, you want to fucking record us. We're going to record you, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> oh, I was. God. It's like when you're recording the gorillas, the silverback gorillas. Oh, and they take the yes. camera and they say, run, bitch. Yes. Action, action, action. No, the way. God, the way that um, the way that these these there have been a lot of videos recently that have been showing like them them being like, nah, I'm not gonna let you fuck with me anymore. Um, and that like all different kinds of animals, you know, where someone they get too close, they get too close, you know what I mean? And I really appreciate that the animals are saying, "Fuck you, I need you to stop fucking with me," you know what I mean? Um, and if you don't stop fucking with me, this is what this is what's gonna happen. So the, they've been like animals grabbing people through the bars and like animals like fucking with people. And I'm like, go ahead, because you're in a fucking zoo. You're not supposed to be in a zoo. You know what I mean? You've been held in captivity your whole life. Your kids were born in captivity. Like I get it. Fuck, fuck, fuck us up. Fuck humans up. You know what I mean? So I've been very, very much on the side of like the elephants who are going to, did you read you remember the elephant or did i send you the tweets no i don't think you did send that to me oh girl it's elephant india <laughs> god this elephant it's horrible it's really horrible but i Wait, can I only imagine this you probably have because there are a lot of jokes and stuff about it so even if i didn't send it to you this one may have crossed your timeline this woman this elephant I don't even remember all the details. If I recall, this elephant stomped, beat this woman to death, right? And then her funeral was miles away and went to her funeral and also showed out. Like, I think re-stomped her, like knocked over the casket and stuff. But the thing about elephants is elephants carry their children for, I want to say years. Um, it's not just like 10 months. They carry their children for like years, right? And they also have very sophisticated mourning practices. They have like really good memory, all these things. So my feeling is that if she stomped this woman out, elephants don't just fuck with you. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. you can get crushed in an elephant stampede, but that's because the elephants are stampeding off and running from something else and you're small, right? Like they don't just fuck with you. So if you, if you, you know, this lady, it was it sounded like an older lady. Um, if she got fucked with, I imagine she did something to the elephant or the elephant's kin. She got stomped the fuck out. And then the elephant said, you know what? That wasn't enough. And the fucking <laughs> elephant showed up at the funeral. So, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, my God. It's, it's, it's funny because it's hard to feel bad because you, there's no way you can tell me that this elephant just had it out for this woman for no reason. I won't believe it. I, I refuse just, I, to believe it. Yeah. Because no, no. Like it's very rare when, a, when an animal, like humans do be going again crazy. Oh, yeah. But like 
animals don't just generally freak out. If they're freaking out on you, it's because you kept that fucking lion in the fucking pit. You know what I mean? And the lion was supposed to be in the pit. Or because you try to domesticate a pig and pigs are very cute. But if you die, <laughs> word on the street is if you die, like if you if you sleep too long or if you die, they're, they're going to eat your body. Like if it's on the ground, right? Like if you're, if you're laying flat because they get hungry and shit. Like, and I don't think they're just going to eat you generally, but they might eat you if you're laying down on the ground and who could be mad at them i would too so yeah i would definitely you know i just like i just it's very funny it's very very funny um because it's very un unlikely that the elephant was just wilding out i'm pretty sure other shit happened you know other shit happened oh yeah there's there's history there Um, there is history there so that was that's the elephant um is there anything else uh oh so ending also i think i may have did i publish it i published it um i think while we were doing this i i uploaded the breathing for the soul which is our most recent episode um before this one so woo yay me um Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, I'll give my closing thoughts first. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. So I didn't, I was, uh, my closing thoughts will be many. Okay, I'm ready. I don't know that I'll number them because I don't know what they all are. But let's go with A as an apple. Um, over the weekend, uh, I took Saturday and Sunday, basically right after I texted you, Hey, can we record on Monday? Which I knew you would be okay with. I, I turned off my phone. And so sat all of Saturday, I think I texted you that maybe on Friday, but all of Saturday. And then most of Sunday, Sunday until about 8 PM, I was off my phone the whole time. Like I didn't even use, I didn't even turn my phone on to use music or to look something up or whatever. I just had it off the whole time. And if someone who's often on my phone and as someone who texts a lot right um and who used to be on social media a lot it's not as much i be on my phone and then because our phones are multi-purpose it's our flashlight it's our we don't really use our compass but it's our compass it's our calculator it's our google whatever we need it's our social media it's our you know all these different things it's our reminders it's our alarm clock it kind of fucks with you when you're not on your phone but i was realizing like i was i've been you know i'd mentioned i've been depressed and um and I've been overworked and all these other things and getting off my phone, Ashley, I was able to, uh, I like realized the stuff that I needed to do and had the energy to do it. Like I had already realized a bunch of it, but I, oh, it's funny that I used the word realized. I had already recognized a bunch of it, but I realized, <laughs> you see what I did there? I realized that I put it into action. Um, the red guy um <laughs> uh i put it into action and so i uh i basically did everything but mopped which isn't my biggest priority um because sweeping is really a big priority with apple's hair more so than mopping um but i cleaned out the fridge um like took out the stuff I wasn't eating and had no plan on eating. Like I was honest with myself. Am I going to eat this? Am I going to do that? Took it out, got rid of it. Um, there was uh, one thing that I was just bad, but for the most part, I don't really keep too much stuff that's bad, but I took stuff out, got rid of it, did the same with the freezer. This over the course of 
actually it kind of bled into today. So Saturday to Monday has been the cleaning. Saturday and Sunday was the day off, the days off for my phone. Uh, I took like a spiritual bath. I cleaned the bath. Uh, my bidet, um, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a, a warm on it, but the warm wasn't working. And I was, I was going to just uninstall it. And I realized it, it wasn't working, not because it wasn't working. It was, wasn't working because I installed it incorrectly. So then I reinstalled it. So now if you get in your bum washed uh, or rinsed, it can be warm water. So we oh, love nice. that. Okay. Um, uh, and I had been meaning to like do something either remove because it was like a little uh, pipe, like a polyurethane pipe that went from or not pipe, uh, tubing. It was like tubing, this white tubing that went from the bidet under the sink to get to where the warm water is under under the sink, you know? Um, and it was bothering me that it was still there and not working. Cause it's like, if it's gonna be an eyesore, it should at least work. I say all these things to say, I cleaned, I got rid of a bunch of stuff, I, in my cabinets, all these things. And I feel so much better and so much cleaner. And it also made me recognize, I missed like talking or texting a few people, but it made me recognize how much I really need to not be on my phone and how much it really does exacerbate things and like drain, drains me in a lot of ways, you know? So like, it's nice to be very intentional because you and I don't text very much, but I text a lot of other people throughout the day, but it doesn't always, like, it can feel nice day to day, but like taking those days off, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be on my phone all the time. So the big difference I made so that I can hopefully make this stick, because I'm good with abstinence, right? Like I was good when I'm not on, off on, when I was on Twitter and then I'd get off of it for a month or whatever, I'd come back and feel better. And then after another month or whatever, I got back into the old habit, right? And I'm on it all the time and it's doing whatever. So one of the big changes I made is that I, um, I, what did I do? Oh, I changed my notification settings. So instead of the only thing that I'll get that, that will notify me on my phone, um, like on my screen is I'll still get vibrations and stuff, but on my screen as like a badge or whatever, or an alert will be if I get like a phone call or a, um, what do you call it? A phone call or a FaceTime. Otherwise, like text messages, I used to have, I only have badges on, so it'll show like a little red, you know, or whatever color, like you have 12 notifications. I only have that on for my text messages um, across various apps, my phone calls, my FaceTime. And then there's like one other thing. Um, but now I literally only have it for the phone calls because I noticed like, I'll look at someone else's phone and it'll say they have 18 unread uh, mess text messages and that would stress me out uh, well text messages okay because I would just respond to them but phone calls it'll say you have 20 20 voicemails and that would stress me out right or it'll say you have 30 unread uh, 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 Instagram messages and that stresses me out like it just it makes me anxious right so by getting rid of all these badges like yes when my phone vibrates I will probably respond to the text but I'm now not just picking up my phone because what I would do is I pick up my phone I refresh like my gmail app for example I refresh instagram and all these things it's not like I was going to gmail and I was completing all my emails you know I was reading them all and I now they're all done it's like no I'd refresh and see if there's any new ones but I'd leave the unread ones unread because I still need to get to them you know so it wasn't it was like about getting another like hit of serotonin or whatever it wasn't actually fulfilling me 
I say all this to say, I feel hella better and I'm hoping I stay this way. And one of the ways I'm doing that is, is through, you know, changing how my relationship to my phone, which was with the notifications. Cause already I'm finding that I'm picking up my phone less and I'm happier and I'm able to do more things and I'm less distracted. Like the last two nights I read in bed and it's been really hard for me in grad school to read for pleasure, but I was able to read for pleasure last night. I spent more time with Apple. I was doing more things I wanted to do. I cooked for myself and it wasn't as hard. Like I just was, it was just so much easier um and i it's not realistic to not be on my phone ever but it is realistic that i can reduce the amount of time on my phone and and increase my um and increase my response time like that's okay you know like people aren't gonna die if i don't text back immediately um so that was my first thought my second Mm -hmm. thought which is unrelated to the episode, but I shared because you were sharing what was going on with you earlier. And then I didn't share because I was listening and then we jumped right into the episode. My second thought is related to what you shared before we started the episode, which is I'm really glad you have this new psych. Very happy for this journey. Um, I hope it's good. Third thought is that I hope you get some great sleep tonight um, or just sleep in general. It doesn't even have to be great. (laughs) Just sleep in general. Fourth thought is... I had fun watching Goosebumps. Fifth thought is that I'm really grateful, as I always say, and you always say, that we're able to do this podcast because one of the things, like, we don't text or talk on the phone that often, right? Um, And that's just, like, the pattern of things, and I think that makes sense. And so when I turn off my phone, it wasn't like, oh, I'm missing texts from Ashley, right? Um, So it's nice that we have the space where, you know, and I'm trying to really prioritize it, where we have the space where we can like do this together because it's fun. We get to have this activity um, and talk about it and be silly. So that's great. And then I think, I think that's it. Uh, Oh, no, I think that was number four or number five. So number five or number six is that life can be very stressful and depression can be very real, but I, ooh. One of the other things I did is I re I reorganized my space, which is why you see me in the living room now, um, because I had been trying actually for months. I've been trying to move my desk to different places, to move this to somewhere else, so that working was like more ergonomic and comfortable. I just couldn't figure it out, and I finally fucking figured it out. My desk is in my living room. I moved the bookshelf over. I moved the big plant to my bedroom. I had to move the book the 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 couch over so one side doesn't get as good a view from the tv um but it or of the tv but it's still good and it now works so much better so i can actually have a place where i can work and feel good like i'm looking at my fucking parking lot but (laughs) i was already looking at that when i was working in my bedroom it's just like now it's through my my living room living room what's that uh mirrors not mirrors windows windows um I think that's it I was very scattered but those are my thoughts um the first one is really I'm really I know how much I rely on my phone and how much it traps me but like I know when I don't change anything and I'm glad that I changed it for this weekend and my goal is to continue to because I feel better like I don't I didn't feel worse from not having my phone I only felt that I missed I was like, oh, I miss communicating or I want to take a photo of this or I want to do that. But I just had to be more intentional. So, yeah, um, I don't rec- recommend deprivation or abstinence or whatever for everyone. But it was a good it was a good fast. I fasted from my phone for a day and a half and I feel like a new person. You can't talk to me anymore. 
um, I'm new, I'm refreshed, I'm healed, I'm pure, I'm holy. Um, you can't touch me, you can't look at me. Okay. Okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> because that's it it does feel a little bit like that as i talk about it but like it is really important it really did make a big difference for me um and i recognize that you know like like for a small example i had some things in my in my cupboard that i just had had for months like i bought pumpkin seeds and i bought pumpkin seeds because we used to eat them when we were kids and i was like oh these taste good but i haven't really been eating them as a snack and i was like okay well i'll put some on my salad and like i'll occasionally do that but i'd had them for months probably damn near a year and just hadn't used them and i was like fuck it let me just like it's so hard for me to throw things away because of waste right and so some things i did if they're fully good i'm like gonna give to someone else or whatever but if it was used i'm like not everyone wants a fucking half half eaten bag of some you know of, of, of pumpkin seed so i just like threw it away and that was very freeing to be like okay I'm not going to actually eat this. Stop fucking lying to myself. You know what I mean? Like, um, and thinking I'll find a way. Like, no, it's okay, bitch. Like, throw it away. Throw it away. It was so freeing. It was very, I told you how Marie Kondo and her show, first episode's bad, but her show and then later her book completely changed my the way I view things. It was like a reminder to do that, not just with my books and everything, because I also rearranged those. Um but like my workspace with my cabinet, with my bathroom, I did it under the sink in my bathroom. There's shit I didn't need. I did it in the bathroom. It was just great, Ashley. I just feel, I just feel so refreshed. I'm really happy for you. That's, that's uh for me, that's a, that's a manic episode. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that is for me. <laughs> well, and I will say on sa- on Sunday, I did get high uh, halfway through the day. And then I just mostly vegged after that. But everything else was not manic. It was like, oh, this is what happens when I unplug from my phone and I can't keep turning to my phone for distraction. Oh, I also watched Star Trek Discovery. I watched all of season oh, one. Is it good? Um, I love it. It's great. Okay, great. I'll have um, to check it out. I love Star Trek. Uh, and I watched all of it. And actually, I just like often I'm on my phone checking email, responding to text messages while watching it. And if I find I'm getting too distracted, I'll stop the show or I'll stop texting. But like I can I do both. But I was like sitting and watching it and cleaning up, you know, like I uh, sometimes I was sitting and just watching it and just vegging. And then other times I was cleaning, but I wasn't cleaning and watching it and texting. You know what I mean? and doing whatever it was just nice i watched that i listened to music i cleaned it was it was great um i do recommend star trek discovery it's four seasons i just started season two because each episode is like uh, 45 minutes 50 minutes plus because it's on paramount plus and they make us fucking watch ads which i makes me so mad it takes about an hour per episode so i only got through the first season and i remember when i looked i was like oh i must be on like the second season by now and then it was like still the first i was like oh god damn (laughs) god damn it bobby um anyway now i'm done i'm done talking (laughs) that that splurge may have been a manic episode (laughs) but but the weekend was not oh no i didn't mean to oh yeah yeah imply that that's what you were going through i just for me what you just said is usually what i would do during a manic episode because what i always end up doing is uh rearranging and reorganizing my stuff like my desk i'm the the kind of person that has you know like the desk organizers in there and it's all very you know the the um push pins go here 
the you know paper clips go here the triangles go here triangles go mm-hmm, here mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so so a lot of time when i have a lot of anxiety i will go ahead and redo that and redo it and redo it i can't tell you how many different times my desk has been a completely different layout um but uh it's actually funny you were saying about you know um oh, I'm never going to use this. Let me get rid of it. For me, that was my uh, PS2. I broke the damn mm, thing. Mm. Uh, being an idiot, I tried to take it apart and do some stuff and it didn't work out. Uh, and I was going to... Uh, oh, what was I doing with it? Oh, I was giving the games, the PS2 games that I had to uh, my brother. And I was like, yeah, my PS2 broke. And he's like, well, we got another one. <laughs> so I went over there to drop off some game and I left with more games and the PS2. <laughs> so it's, it's funny how that ended up working out. <laughs> um, that's actually going really well because I can install a hard drive in there with all these games that I got on my computer and then boom, like I don't even have to use a disk drive. I'm still messing around with it. But anyway, let's just go back to the beginning of time sure goosebumps yes uh i used to love the show i used to love the books i think it's hilarious that i believe you said that they stopped the books in 97 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. something like that which is funny because i was born 91 so you know when i was in like elementary school those books have been out for a while and i remember distinctly um we owned i don't know if we owned all of them but we owned a we lot owned a lot of them of them and one of my favorite things about them as a kid was uh the goosebumps title was uh what do you call it uh where you can touch it you can feel it yeah it was, it it was, was... tactile mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. uh and i used to love that that was just like my favorite thing about those books um and i used to read them all the time uh so yeah, and the show was, I mean, there's some episodes that actually did scare me when I was a kid. Um, but for the most part, the show was just kind of fun. It was always fun. I remember, I distinctly remember watching it with you and, um, well, Wesley wasn't born yet, um, you know, and our other brother, Tommy. I uh, have a lot of fond memories of like going home from school and then watching it with you guys. Uh, but I mean, as far as the episode itself goes, um, I mean, it's a typical Goosebumps episode. I mean, you got your your two kids that, you know, the one kid doesn't believe what's happening and the one kid is is trying to deal with, you know, all this crap. And then you have the villain who is this drill sergeant guy and it's all super over the top and ridiculous. And the soundtrack for it is just amazing and just really brings everything together. Um, so I really enjoyed watching uh, this episode and I'm, I'm glad I, I picked, honestly, I picked the show because it was my turn to pick and there are so many shows that I wanted to do, <laughs> but they weren't on any streaming s- service. Mm-hmm. Like I was very upset. It was like two stupid dogs, nothing. Uh, what was the other one? I was like, um, I think cow and chicken, nothing. Um, Freaking. uh, uh, Tiny Toons, I think. No, Tiny Toons was on there. It was another one. Uh, Johnny Bravo, not on there. <laughs> like, fuck it. I was all these these cartoons that I really, really loved. They weren't on there. So I just went on Netflix and just looked at the kids stuff. Boom. That was the first thing that uh, poked out at me. And that's why I picked it. 
so yeah i uh definitely enjoyed doing that um and then circling it back to um what anthony was saying about um what was I saying? I don't know, but you were basically you're you know you say how you're going through all your things and mm. and getting rid of things that you know that you're not going to use that, that that don't serve you anymore. Yeah, and I have been doing that a lot, and um, uh, I mean over the last few months I've been doing that a lot, and that's really been helpful because uh, you know Anthony. Anthony's been working and they've been working and they've been working. And I basically have been chilling, but at the same time dealing with all my other issues, you know, right now it's all about my anxiety and it's, it's a problem. I'm literally manifesting physical symptoms because my anxiety is so bad. Like, um, it's 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 really really unfortunate and i'm hoping that this new psychiatrist can help me with it uh because for me right now um man <laughs> yeah i think th- you know things are thinking about the future is hard right True. because at this moment i'm not sure how things are going to be they don't feel very great right now um but uh, I, I probably should have wrote down stuff while you were talking because now I can't remember the points that I wanted to address while you were talking. Um, well, I, what I would say though is uh, I am trying new things. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't get rid of my phone for a day because I rely on it to tell me when to take my medication and to give Cookie his medication. <laughs> and. Uh, to do all kinds of other things. I re- rely on that. My phone is basically just a uh, uh, alert system, basically. Um, but, uh, in, you know, Anthony shying away from technology, I am trying to dive in and I'm actually trying to stream on Twitch uh, just for fun. I did a test stream once and uh, I think it went well, you know, for me, myself and I, we were the only ones in the chat. So I guess I'll just go ahead. Hmm? Did you yourself and I enjoy it? I think I did. I mean, there was a moment where I just started playing really bad. I was playing Beat Saber and I was playing really badly. And I realized I was playing badly because I hadn't eaten and I was just getting really tired. Um, but yeah, goodness, uh, I don't really have much else coherent to say. So I guess what I'll just go ahead and say is thank you for listening. We're sorry for the delay, but also not sorry for the delay because we're human. Uh, I mean, I still enjoy doing this. Same. Anthony still enjoyed doing this. And, you know, as long as that equals each other, then we'll keep doing it. So uh, thank you again. <laughs> You know, there you go. That's the end. When I edit it, that's the end right there. We're done.
next week, we gonna have a good time here. No.